meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel. Okay, um, good evening and welcome to Black Hippie Lounge. I am your host, Chanel, and tonight, uh, it's actually today is March 25th, um, and just kind of throwing that out there just because people have been like quarantined and maybe have lost sight of what day it is, so just kind of updating you on that. Um, so yeah, we're going to tonight... Uh, the episode is called Abra You Good Part 2 it's going to be part 2 of the episode that I did last week about uh, black men's health and um, just like black black healthcare in general and I actually have my first guest, I'm so excited um, so we'll introduce him in a couple minutes but I just kind of wanted to do uh, a, a brief uh, intro um, so, again, this is Black Hippie Lounge, and um, you can find me on Instagram at Black Hippie Lounge, um, and you can also, I'm on Twitter, um, and the same thing is at Black Hippie Lounge. Um, so, yeah, follow me, uh, DM me, message anything. Um, if you have any comments or suggestions, um, I would definitely, uh, appreciate it. So again, like I said, the title is Abra You Good Part Two, uh, Black Men's Health. So, uh, on my Instagram, I posted a picture as like a kind of mental check-in that people can participate in. And you can just say like your color, um, that you might check in with, um, and so actually let me talk about it very quick so it's the question is how are you right now and it has like different colors um red is i'm doing great orange is i'm I'm doing pretty good and then it keeps going like i'm doing okay i'm starting to struggle um so yeah just followers can you can still post how you're feeling Uh, i feel like for me i'm doing pretty good um despite everything that's been going on i've been still kind of living my life normally um doing obviously going out as needed because I still have work that I have to go to but um not really uh interacting with physically with people as much just to be cautious um due to obviously the coronavirus that's going on um I suggest people to do the same please I'm not trying to be funny or rude but like stay your ass at home please (laughs) um we we need to we get get this resolved so if you can just stay home you know um please (laughs) um so yeah that if you want to still participate in that you can let me know um i'm gonna ask my guests also to do that but i just want to give a couple facts on black men in healthcare because again that is the topic that we're going to talk about today um so i didn't really find that many facts but i did find that 9.9 percent of nurses are um of black descent today which is pretty low um and that doesn't even include male it's just black in general 
um, and there has been a decline in black men working in healthcare or enrolling in med school or nursing school. So we definitely like want to increase those numbers um, and get people more involved in healthcare because, like I said last week, it's 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 like it's important. If you know you need to go to the doctor, but maybe you might feel like look like me they don't really understand what I'm going through having that opportunity to have people that look like you and who can get where you're coming from culturally can definitely impact the increase of people being willing to go to the doctor especially black men because those are the ones those are the people who have a, a, such a low rate of going to the doctor whether it be for um, just yearly checkups or just like when something's wrong so we definitely want to get that information out there and get people to just be more willing to uh to go to the doctor um so to get right into it um i today i have a guest um who is currently in nursing school and doing you know doing big things with his life you know i'm very proud of him he is my brother my younger brother one of my younger brothers um, so I'm just gonna, so his name is Lance, and like I said, he's in nursing school right now. He works in healthcare. He's worked in healthcare for a while, and I just wanted to interview him to kind of get his perspective from a black male's perspective of what it's like to not only work in healthcare, but also to pursue a degree in healthcare and his experience, and then any type of advice that he can to give to someone who might be listening, who might be considering going into nursing or healthcare as a black male, um, and just basically like I said, get the black male's perspective on healthcare, not only just working in it and going to school, but as a patient himself, uh, maybe some experiences that he's had or what he feels um, could be more helpful to get black men to not only work in healthcare, but to be more on top of their game as far as going to, to doctor's visits. So um, Lance, thank you for, for coming on tonight to the Black Hippie Lounge. Of course, of course. What's going on, Nelly? How you feeling? How you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I, like I said, I'm, I'm, pre- I'm doing pretty good. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm still living my life. You hey. know? Um, <laughs> and just do, doing what I got to do. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. So how are you? How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I mean, as you know, obviously, I could go ahead and go tell your audience, um, uh, you know, my fiance's dad got a bit you know ended up testing positive for right. um for for COVID-19 so it's been it's been a little bit crazy and a little bit hectic um mm-hmm. and just trying to you know I was trying to go over there trying to help out trying to make sure that they're okay you know my fiance yeah. is okay you know obviously trying to take the proper precautions for for my health but it's just like mm-hmm. things are just completely just wild right now right wild. right yes right yeah um, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, I appreciate that, you know, giving that insight too. And um, how are you doing mentally? Mentally, um, right now, I- I'm doing okay. It's, you know what it is? It's a big adjustment. Um, right. It's an, it's definitely an adjustment physically, mentally. Um, some could even say spiritually. Just having right. to just be confined, obviously, you know, Normally, our daily routine would be to, you know, go outside, <clears throat> go to mm-hmm. class, go to work. Right. And, you know, some people get to do that, but it's like most of us individuals right now, we're going to have to go ahead and stay inside. And that's a huge adjustment. Being able mm-hmm. to, you know, release some of that energy, either through the gym, whatever. Everything's right. having to, to change. And 
you know, we've never really seen anything like this before. So it's just, it's, right. it's completely, it's wild right now. Yeah. yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, like you said, like even going to the gym, like I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm sitting here running back and forth to the kitchen. Nope. Like, hold up, girl, you better stay <laughs> your mind out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Exactly. Because, uh, summer is around the corner. Yo. <laughs> no game should be played. Right, listen, <laughs> um, listen. <laughs> Same here. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm glad you're you're doing mentally. I'm I'm doing well, and I'm glad you know everything is working out. Um, with your fiance and her family, definitely you know sp- wishing for a speedy recovery. And just again, that's another re- another reason why people just gotta really take this serious. I feel like sometimes pe- people are not taking it as serious as needed yes. and i think that you know the more cases that come about mm-hmm. people you know hopefully will get the picture um yes. so yeah thank you for for again for sharing that so of course, of course. i guess what my first um thing i want to talk about is so can you kind of give the audience uh an idea of what what you have going on whether it be with the school and like work mm-hmm. what, what you're um what you're doing yeah sure 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 so um as you like as you stated uh i've been a clinical assistant for about four years it's about four years that i've been in healthcare um all at boston children's hospital um i work out at the satellite in waltham and then in terms of school i'm in nursing school i'm at um i'm at umass boston i'm a nursing student mm-hmm. um okay. and you know, it's 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 like you stated. Um, it's so funny that you actually brought up the statistic about like about like nine percent of of black people um, like being nurses. I'll be straight up honest with you. I have never seen a black nurse at my hospital. That's crazy. I've never I've never seen one. Um, I've met PAs, I've met doctors, but I've I haven't encountered a black nurse. Um, wow. Not not once. Nope. Not once. Yeah. No. Not even not even female. Not even so female. No, 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 no. And it's crazy because it's like I'm not trying to go ahead and go dog out children's, but it's like children's has this whole thing talking about diversity and you know, mm-hmm. we're we're all together and all this other stuff. And I was talking to one of my fellow clinical assistants the other day and I was like, Yo, you noticed that they never talk about black history month? Not even once? Wow. Not even once. We literally had to start at um, at our department putting up facts about Black History Month. We started doing it like every February. But I know. So yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So you you and your fellow clinical assistant did it, not actually management or anything. No, management didn't mention it. They were quick to mention St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day, all these other days. But when it came down to hitting February first nothing but they had everything for st patrick's day already put up on february they didn't mention anything about black history month normally they put out an email um right. you know merry christmas all this other stuff but black history month we ain't got nothing oh and another thing not to cut you off was mm-hmm. they were doing a like a news article or something like that at my job um and they wanted the clinical assistants to speak and i started talking about how black history month they um uh you know they don't mention anything and how you know one of my clinical assistants and i vanessa we were very very passionate about it and you know that she mm-hmm. tried to cut out what i was basically saying about the black history month part because she said that i sounded <laughs> angry I'm, I'm an angry black man now because i'm passionate about something <laughs> like for real seriously that's how we doing it oh, wow. that's how we doing it 
How we yeah. doing? And see, that's why it's important to have people like you and your fellow clinical assistants who be in healthcare to look out, you know what I mean? And represent um, the, the race, you know? And it's not just black people or Spanish or anybody. Yeah. Like, anybody with some color, you know what I mean? Like, we need more people to be able to, um, to, to represent us and to have our backs and look out for their patients. Mm-hmm. Um, this is very important. Um, so, yeah, thank you for um, for letting us know about that and a little bit about yourself. So, um, I guess my first thing I want to ask is like, um, I guess so. What's what do you feel um, is the importance of having black male nurses, and why did you choose to pursue this career? Um. Honestly, it low-key started. I don't know if you remember. You probably do. Remember when Nana was in the hospital? Yes. Um, and those, like, some of those, like, nurses and, like, the um, like the IV nurse and everything were low-key treating her poorly and, like, giving her attitude. And, like, it was from there on. I always knew that I wanted to be in the medical field, but I never knew exactly if I wanted to be a doctor, a PA, an MP. But I was, like, I looked at that guy and I was, like, I can do so much better than you can. Right. I can and I will. Right. Because the thing about nursing that sometimes people forget, yeah, they can give you your medications, they can do all of this, but it's for me, it's the people skills. It's being able to talk to a person one-on-one and showing them, you know, not only I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and do the best that I can to treat you, but I'm also gonna listen to what you have to say. It's your body. It's your body. It's not It's not mine. I'm going to go ahead and go listen to you. But it really started on that day because I was like, I know how much better I can go ahead and do rather than this person. I'm not going to ignore a person's complaints, a person's problems. I'm going to go ahead and go work with you so we go ahead and go find a plan that best works for you. Okay. Um, and from, and from there on, I knew that nursing, I could do bedside, no problem. And I could honestly make a better impact than some of these other nurses can because you're, I, I've been able to experience different times, different types, different departments, uh, different types of healthcare. I've okay. been able to go ahead and go see it all from an administrative assistant to a clinical assistant to a nursing student, you know? And, it's, and it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not for everybody. It's definitely not for everybody. It's a very, very, very difficult job. Very, right. very challenging. Mm-hmm. Right. So you really have to have your heart in it. You do. You have to truly be passionate and you truly have to really want to help these people. Not only be on top of your game and be precise, not only with medications, planning, but you have to know how to be able to talk to people and have a different set of tone, knowing your audience, talking to parents, depending on what population you're working with. It's all, you know, it's it's all different, but that's that's what makes me happy. When I can walk into a room, especially with a patient who might be going through a very, very difficult time, and if I could go ahead and crack a little smile, even if it's just while I'm taking vitals or something like that, I know I'm going ahead and I've, I've, I've made their day just a little bit easier. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they appreciate it as well. Yes. Yes. Um, That's good. So what do you, so again, like you said, you're in school. So, you know, what, 
being now that you've been in school in nursing school and you've worked in healthcare has that changed your view um of how you take care of yourself and how you are as a patient like when you have your yearly checkups or, do, or does it make you the more that you learn about healthcare and the more that you work there has it pushed you to um want to do your yearly checkups more and like stay on top of it or is it more just kind of the same of how it was or can you kind of expand on that <laughs> so let me be totally honest i am terrible when it comes <laughs> to getting like my immunizations done all that stuff which Jeez. is obviously not very so, encouraging so you're basically one of the black people we talked about you're one of the black men who don't go to the doctor great okay I, listen <laughs> listen listen nelly 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 <laughs> um by the way i think we got to change your name nelly it can't be chanel I kind of want to I kind of want to start calling you HQ, Hippie Queen. <laughs> I low key want to start calling you HQ. Um so HQ, um yo, I'm listen, I'm trying, but it's just like it's such a balancing act. It was so much different when I was a kid and I had to go mm-hmm. ahead and go get immunizations. It was just something my mom set that mom set up and we went ahead right. and we just went ahead and did it. So I'm trying to adjust to mm-hmm. adult life and I'm still adjusting. Um mm-hmm. But I mean obviously with nursing school we still have to like get our checkups and everything like that. So so far I am on top of it, but like right. obviously I'm trying to move forward. I mean obviously working like 45 hours a week and then mm-hmm. doing full-time school is it's, right. it's a balancing act, you know? And I'm really still trying to find that balance. So what do you feel would help you to to stay on it? Is it just like So I guess like okay so for me even myself as a black woman I work in healthcare so I'm studying for healthcare as well but um I you know I get the alerts from the doctor's office about scheduling and I I tend to I definitely stay on top of that mm-hmm. and make sure that I make my appointments obviously adjusted to what my schedule is but and no I don't always want to go because I know for me I'm like oh well, I'm healthy so what do I you know like you yep. what do I need to go for but obviously we know that it's important because you can have underlying things going on so True. I guess as a I and I feel like a lot of black men like I said you guys just kind of brush it off or like you know I'm good you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like if I'm good on the exterior and I feel like I don't have any symptoms then what do I need to go for so I guess what what do you feel would help you to to be like all right even though I am good I know this is important for me to to go is it just having that extra reminder or is it just you know it, it shouldn't have to get to a, a health scare for people to want to to go to the doctor. So I guess is it is it more or less like if you okay, I guess if you had a black doctor would that make you want to make your appointments more or if you if you knew you were going to have a black doctor, black nurse or whatever, would that make you would that change anything? I mean, that would be awesome. That would be fantastic for me personally. I know for me, I just need to get organized. And that, that's really it. For me, I just mm-hmm. want to get organized. I mean, Don't get me wrong, that is that is something big that I would love to be able to see. I would love to be able to walk into a hospital and see a black nurse and a black doctor being able to greet me. Shoot, mm-hmm. even an Asian one for that matter or even a Hispanic one for that matter. Uh Arabian, whatever, Indian doesn't really <laughs> matter, but like to be able to see like an actual melting pot because they call the United States a melting pot, but I know in Massachusetts it definitely isn't. Um mm-hmm. 
But it's like, I, I would love that. And that actually might, it might be more encouraging for me to go ahead and go see my business and stuff like that. But like, I know for me personally, I just need to go ahead and go get organized. And I'm just, I'm balancing so many things right now. But for those right. brothers and sisters, or for those brothers that are, are out there that aren't getting checkups just because they think you're good, just a reminder, you can have any small thing going on and you could be completely asymptomatic and you have no idea. Yes. Yes. And also it's important for black men and you you can chime in with that, but I think it's important that black men and women, but obviously we're talking about black men, mm -hmm. to know your family's history because if your family, if your parents or your grandparent follows a trait of diabetes or something like that, and you, you know, might be having symptoms that you don't even know are connected to that. So just being able to know, again, that's why it's important to have these these appointments because say when the doctor checks in, like, oh, have you had any, you know, unusual symptoms or anything like that, even if you might think it's not a symptom, if you tell the doctor what's been going on, they might be able to connect that to something. Um, so I think definitely, like I said, you know, making sure that you're going to these appointments, you know, yeah, it's, it's annoying, but it's, it's important. It's, it literally is life and death. <laughs> so, um, and also just like, obviously your diet and stuff is important too. Um, but yeah, I mean, would you agree that, you know, knowing your family's history is, is important? Oh, it's massively important, massively important because you, people forget how many things can just be so easily passed on from blood pressure to stuff like diabetes. Even some doctors don't know the exact ins and outs of some, you know, diseases and stuff like that that can be passed on that are hereditary. We don't exactly know, but it is definitely obviously very important to get chucked out to have your blood levels go ahead and be assessed. Um, right. You know, electrolytes and stuff like that, all that stuff, your weight, taking care of yourself, your diet, it's, it is very, very important to go to the doctor and to make sure that you at least have your regular checkups. And if there is something that is wrong, don't WebMD if there is something seriously <laughs> wrong. And I know there's some people out there, I'm talking to the people that go ahead and go on WebMD. I know who they are. I know who they are and I know who you are. So for the people who go on WebMD, don't be afraid to go ahead and go to the doctor and go ahead and go get checked out if you feel like something is wrong. I know right. it's so easy because we have the internet to just be like, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and go look this up. I go ahead and solve this right now. No, that's not always the case. Right. Mm -mm. Right. It's very important to let the let the professionals do it. Yes. <laughs> um, that's what they're there for. <laughs> <laughs> right, and even if you know, and even if it is something minor or it's not serious, at least we got it checked out. Exactly, you know, and it's not you know letting it get worse. Um, so I guess another another thing, I guess, what would your suggestion be to a young black male um, who might be your age or a little younger, who might be you know, say they're like in high school yep. and they're thinking about going to study medicine, uh, whether it be nursing like you or it, or, or become a doctor, what would you suggest um, that they do? I would, I would definitely say first things first, follow your passion. Know, know what you're passionate about. Know that no matter what, you're gonna be interested in this particular field, no matter how bad or how crazy it gets, you'll never wake up and say, I'm miserable. Because I'm sure Chanel, I'm sure, I'm sure HQ, I'm sure you've met plenty of people who are doctors or people who are making a lot of money in certain fields and they're not happy. 
Oh yeah, definitely. They're miserable. Some people, some people are doing it because their family said to do it, or yep. because they for the money, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, money is good. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Of but you know, you got to still want to do it twenty years, thirty years from now. Yep. Especially with all those, de- all the debt you incur, you better want to do it. Exactly. <laughs> because, uh, exactly. Yeah. And I was gonna say, um, I met uh, one of one of the doctors who works at Children's. We used to talk all the time. He's a fantastic guy. He hates being a doctor. He said, even with all the money and all this stuff, he doesn't he doesn't like talking to patients, all this. Mm. He, he can't stand it. So mm-hmm. I would tell that young brother, I would say, listen, make sure that you are truly passionate and that your head is in this for the right reasons, not just for the money or for job security. Make sure that this is something that will truly make you happy. For whatever reason that may be, make sure that you're truly happy if you can, try to see if you can shadow. Because shadowing was a huge eye-opener for me. At first, I yeah. thought I wanted to be a pediatrician. I'm pretty sure you knew that. Right. Um, but then I shadowed and I said, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Can you explain what shadowing is for people who don't know? Oh, yeah. So for, for people who don't know, shadowing is just like, just following. I, all I did was follow around a doctor, basically, and just saw what their day just entailed. And okay. some of the things that some of the things that they were able to do, and I was able to go ahead and go watch that. Um, okay. Yeah, and it this I mean they had like 40, 50 something patients. They were in and out constantly. This this particular doctor just looked stressed, right? Constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I went and shadowed and I followed around a nurse, it was different. Obviously, yes, the nurse was still a little bit more stressed, but they were able to talk to the patients. They actually got to know the patients. And that's why I was like, okay, that's something that I would be very interested in doing. Right. You know? Because you're you're naturally an extroverted person anyway, so you enjoy the conversation. Yes, exactly. And, and getting to know patients on a one on a more personal level. Mm-hmm. Aspect, exactly. Um, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's good. Um yes. Thank you for that. Um, of course. So I guess, let's see. What, I know I've asked you, you know, your personal experiences and everything. Um, so you said, you know, obviously for, I guess, the the wrap up for that would be to just follow your passion, make sure you really want to do it. Yes. Um, and that yes. you care about people. Um, mm-hmm. Just make sure you're doing, you're in it for the right reasons. If you right. want to go ahead and go into the medical field, and obviously people have different types of reasons, but I wouldn't want a fellow black brother to go ahead and go wake up one day and just say, you know what? My heart's not really in this. Okay. My heart's not in it. Mm-mm. Right. So as a black male, um, obviously, like I said, you, you have your, your personal experiences, whether it be work um, and schooling, but um, why do you... Okay, I guess what what made you want to be a part of this episode? Like, what about this topic stood out to you? Um, for me, it's just like it's it is very important for how do I put this? It's it's very important for obviously for for men, especially black men, to go ahead and go talk about their health. Um, you know, there's so many portrayals of us basically being, you know, superheroes. Mm-hmm. And and people who can go ahead and go do it all, but we're like you know we're the most stubborn mm-hmm. <laughs> when it right. comes to going to the doctor. And I know that that comes from way way back. 
Um, I mean, shoot, that could be all the way back from the Tuskegee study. Right. Oh, Um, yeah. When you have stuff like that happen. How could you trust a doctor? Right. And I think that, and now that you bring that up, that's actually a great point because I think a lot of black men or women, they don't Mm -hmm. trust, they don't trust it. They don't Mm -hmm. trust the doctors. Um, they either they they either trust they either trust them way too much yep. and and go off of everything that the doctor says or they don't trust them enough at all and they're just like forget it because it makes things it makes things very challenging. I mean, you remember about Serena Williams when she was having her baby and she had her blood clot and everything and she was having right. problems. If one if the best tennis player in the in the history of tennis can't get proper treatment, we got some real problems going on in healthcare right now. Yeah, got some real big, big issues. If she can't get proper treatment, that is that still blows my mind. And it's like when I see stuff like that, I go, now I get why black people don't trust the hospital or mm-hmm. just don't trust the doctors. Yep. And I think that's why there's been an increase of, you know, as you mentioned that about, you know, giving birth, like a lot of midwives and just home births, because it's like if you're, you know, there's been a lot of cases now where a lot of black women have died and giving childbirth and that shouldn't be happening in, no. in this 2020 you know that you don't hear about those cases with other races so no i don't know why you know but i think it's also like you said a part of not listening and thinking yep. that you know at the end of the day i like how you said in the beginning that patience is your body so they yep. know what's going on exactly you know? and and being able to trust that and having someone to trust you trust that you know and and do what they still need to do professionally, but still having your feeling like you're being heard. That's yep. very important as a patient. Exactly. Um, Not only that, Chanel, but also using the correct terminology and like breaking things down. And that's why I think it's so important to be a people person because yes. you, 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 I'm sorry, like obviously. Like when we talk, we may know what we're talking about, but the audience may not know. Medical right. terminology is a completely different language. Right. There's times where I'm talking to my fiance and she's looking at me like I got six heads. She has no idea what I'm saying. Right. And how many, how many black brothers and sisters do you think walk into a medical office and you know might know some of the basics, but a doctor speaking to them in a completely different language and they're just sitting there nodding their heads because they don't want to be embarrassed. Right. And that's very true. Yeah. That's why I think the diversity is so key because it's like, we know at the end of the day, for the most part, we look out for our own. Mm -hmm. Always, especially we go ahead and go look out for our own, explain things. When I ever, especially when I see another black brother or sister in the hospital, I really try to make sure if there's anything wrong, if I notice anything, I really make sure I tell uh, the nurse and I make sure something gets done about it. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. But it's just like, it's, it's so it's so important to again not only be treating patients and stuff like that the right way but just making sure you're explaining things to them in layman's terms you're not speaking doctor to doctor you have to go ahead and go speak with you're speaking to a normal person like you talk to your mom <laughs> you know that's the way i treat it like i'm talking to mom and if i said some crazy stuff she'd be looking at me like huh what mm-hmm. <laughs> right mm-hmm. yeah it's true Yep. That is very true. Yep. Um, yeah, so actually I wanted to um, thank you again for that. Of course. Um, I feel like we've, like I said, I think we get we got a lot, a lot talked about here. Um, definitely appreciate your input. Um, and I do want to 
mention something um, just for people who are listening due to this coronavirus situation. And you can add on if you have um, any other facts to it, but also just letting people know that please, if you have to take, um, if you have to take a medication, take Tylenol, uh, Tylenol, yes. correct? Absolutely. Only Tylenol. Um, Only Tylenol. Don't take Advil because that will kickstart the virus. Yes. Right? Absolutely. You're hundred percent correct. Tylenol, 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 Tylenol. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and can you kind of just give a brief a brief overview of the symptoms uh, potentially of coronavirus? For so, so there are like there are multiple different levels for the coronavirus. Just starting off, there's the mm-hmm. moderate, there's the severe, and then there's the critical. Um, most, ca- I mean, I obviously have never seen a severe or a critical case, but I'm assuming it'd be pretty bad and probably end up on a ventilator. But just to go over the symptoms real quick, um, it, for the most part, from what I've heard, it usually starts with some type of cough or some type of like itchy throat. Um, you know, that can go ahead and evolve to fever, possibly some chest pain, runny nose. There can also, don't forget, and they're not saying this this much, but they need to be GI issues. Diarrhea is something okay. that people forget about. Abdominal pain is something that people, they're not really talking about. They're really I didn't know that. Exactly. See? They're focusing on mostly upper respiratory, which is an upper respiratory virus, but the GI and the diarrhea and stuff like that is something that's also happening. They're saying with most cases, they're starting okay. to see. Um, okay. Runny nose. But the main thing you want to focus on is the fever and the shortness of breath. If you're not able to go, if you're having to like, you know, take breaths in between words or gaps in between words, that's what you consider shortness of breath. You're having a hard time breathing. You can't catch your breath. Okay. Um, and that is definitely, absolutely a time to call the physician. If you got a fever and if you don't know the normal fever ranges, anything over 100.4 is considered to be a fever. 100.4 Fahrenheit. Okay. I would say a true fever is probably more like a 101 or a 102. Um, and obviously a 104 is when you're getting a bit dangerous. It's getting dangerous. You need to go to the hospital. Okay. You go straight to the ER. Thank you for that. Of course. I did not know about the GI part. So hopefully- The GI yeah. part is new. I did some research. Yep. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes. hopefully our listeners can pass that on. Yes. Um, definitely. Definitely. So yeah. Um, thank you so much for being a guest. Like I said, on- um, this episode, um, giving your insight, definitely appreciated. Um, so actually I'm going to, like I tend to do, um, is end with a quote and it's actually pretty simple. Um, but I think it relates to what we're talking about, but it's based, I don't know if it's actually a quote. It's just a, a photo that I saw online and it's just shout out to black men just because, um, that can mean so many things. Um, but yeah, shout out to y'all, like, for holding it down, you know what I mean? Yes, 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 <laughs> um, yes, yes. The ones like you holding it down for us out in the medical field. Shout out to the black to the black people who are working, you know, at this time during the coronavirus when everything's crazy and still who still have to go to work. Um, please, please protect yourselves. Um, yes. Wash your hands. Yeah. Um, no close contact with people trying mm-hmm. to have that social distancing like you said i know it's hard but it's you know this is your health it's not just you you know your family can be affected so really just trying to take this time 
to stay healthy um, and then use utilizing this time. This doesn't mean that you're in lockdown. You can't do anything. You know what I mean? Like utilize this time and explore your talents or pick up a hobby. I don't know. Read a book. I don't know. Like (laughs) do something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to appreciate this time. You know, I think this is also a way of God kind of and the universe slowing us down and trying to, you know, appreciate the family that we have, the friends that we have, the people that you have in your life. And um, I feel like you said, like, we're always on the go. And this has really just slowed things down to make us kind of, you know, uh, appreciate what we have going on, appreciate what you have in your life. Um, And, you know, it's an alert to, you know, look out for your health. Like you said, you know, as black men, just, you know, check in with yourself. You don't have to check in just with the doctor. Check in with yourself, you know. Yeah. Um, if you see anything abnormal, like you said, don't WebMD it. <laughs> um, you got to, you know, if it's serious, go to the doctor. Again, it can't hurt to to get yourself checked, you know. Um, it's your, your life is your life. Um, so, exactly. yeah, shout out to black men. Shout out to you, Lance. Um, Yo. Thank you again for, for being a guest Yo. on the Black Hippie Lounge. Um, Loving it. Loving it. Thank you, HQ. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, So I'm going to post this on uh, all social media platforms like I usually do. Um, Hopefully, I'll I'll tag you in it as well so you can post it on your your story, on your Instagram. Um, Yeah, so thank you so much. Um, And that about wraps it up for this episode. Um, Again, you guys can follow us, follow me on instagram it's at black hippie lounge um it's b-l-a-c-k-h-i-p-p-i-e-l-o-u-n-g um it's the same for uh twitter i have a twitter also um after so many years of not using twitter um i created the twitter um, i got you on that i got yeah. you on that thank you thank yeah, you yeah. Yeah. So um, again, thank you so much, Lance, for for checking in. Um, we I wish you, obviously, you know, nothing but the best in your studies. Um, uh, congrats again on getting engaged. Hey, yeah, that yeah. wedding in Mexico gonna be turned. You already know HQ what to do. Liddy, liddy. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, definitely. Like I said, congrats on that. Keep studying. Thank you. Keep doing your thing. You know what I mean. Yes. Take yes. care of yourself. Um, yes. Go to the doctor, <laughs> yes, 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 um, yes. and just keep practicing. You know your health all around. Like you said, it's not just physical; it's spiritual, mental health. Um, just you know, taking care of yourself and checking in with others. Check in with your friends. Check in, you know, uh, with your bros. You know, like yeah, that's that's important. It's okay to check in. <laughs> you know yes, what I mean? Yes, yes, um, please do, please do. That's what I've been trying to do. Yeah. So definitely, mm-hmm. thank you for that. Um, Ooh, is it okay if I drop a quote real quick? Sure. Okay, so I literally just just thought about this. Mm-hmm. For for everybody out there listening, life is literally like a TV program. Everybody wants to just go ahead and go fast forward and just keep pushing forward, but don't be afraid to hit that pause button. Ooh. Don't be afraid to hit that pause button. Snaps fingers. <laughs> yes. Don't be afraid to hit that pause button. It's all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, you're right. And when your life is on pause, don't panic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Trust, trust mm-hmm. the process. Trust the process. Please. Yes. Please yes. trust the process, man. Because yes. everything eventually comes together. Everything is going to be all right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. 
Yes, man. Yes. Man, I already know. You already know. <laughs> 2019 was a testament for me. Yes. But, yes, but yes. like I said, you can't you can't go backwards. Nah, you can't stay nah. where you're at. So mm-hmm. You gotta keep going. That's it. You gotta keep going. Thank you so much, man. Of course, of course. Um, already know. Yeah. So again, I will tag you and everything, and listeners, just thank you for listening to the episode. Um, and have a great night. Yes. You too. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye.